his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Three thirty-five. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is a Tuesday afternoon. Looking forward to our uh, regularly scheduled chat with uh, Jason Miaras, our uh, Attorney General, Attorney General of our beloved Commonwealth. And let me tell you something. He is. Uh, He's undertaking a heavy lift at the moment because he's going out and saying the directives coming from Governor Yunkin and the Department of Education need to be followed by school divisions. It's as simple as that. Now, it was always that case uh, when there were other governors in place. But uh, now that the uh, uber leftists in, eh, you know, the Arlingtons, uh, Fairfax, Alexandria, they just feel emboldened and they, they think they can continually say, nope, rules are for others. So we'll see what uh, the plans are from the attorney general to uh, combat that uh, you and i as i uh, as i understand it now we're, we're we're not supposed to have anything that works anymore right because we got to get to uh, net zero no more carbon emissions so uh, you know no gas stoves no fireplaces no uh, internal combustion en- engines and all of this other stuff i mean not to worry the uh the green things will all take the place of all of this, except it's a tiny little detail. They won't. It is an absolute failure in the offing. Uh, Steve Gorham uh, writes about this, studies this sort of stuff on a regular basis. I'm happy to say he is with us. Steve, thanks for joining us. Hey, Jeff. My pleasure. How bad is the uh, impending green breakdown that you are discussing in your new book? Well, it's coming. It's uh, it's uh, we've already seen it in Europe. As a matter of fact, the last two years, the Europe had a green energy driven uh, transnational energy crisis, if you will. Uh, the only reason they were able to keep the lights on this winter is that we were shipping a lot of natural gas uh, to Europe. But their uh, natural gas prices are double what they were two years ago. Their electricity prices are up to three or four times what they were um, a couple years ago. And this is just the first of what I think will be a number of transnational energy shocks as the wealthy nations of the world pursue net zero. Uh, We have about one-seventh of the world uh, pursuing net zero, uh, U.S. and Europe and Australia, Canada, and most of the rest of the world really isn't. So, (laughs) But it's going to be painful for citizens, and it's going to mean not only these shocks, but we're going to have higher electricity and energy prices. We're going to have electricity blackouts. And uh, if they continue, they're going to take away your gas stove and your uh, gasoline car. So uh, it's going to impact their lives in many ways. 
And tell me exactly what is the the reason for this net zero agenda? What are they trying to achieve? Right. So net zero means zero. They call it carbon emissions, but that's a misspeak. Uh, uh, zero carbon dioxide emissions from our industry and all of our processes, typically by the year 2050. And whatever uh, emissions we can't eliminate from the industrial processes, we need to capture uh, carbon dioxide capture and storage. So, and and all of this is based on the theory that humans are causing dangerous climate change, which is accepted by just about every leader of the world right now, and most of our leading uh, universities and the news media and our uh, leading scientific organizations. But the uh, if you look a little bit closely at the data, you find that uh, humans are not causing dangerous global warming. Probably that is driven by nature. Mm. <laughs> uh, and so this is I, I don't mean to be uh, insulting but man this is this is performance theater is it not well it's uh, I, I call it uh, a it's an ideology yeah uh both uh, mr ramaswamy and mr uh trump have used the term climatism which is very apt apt yes. to say it's a ideology uh governor DeSantis has called it uh politicization of the weather but the world has, has, by and large, accepted this. There are a lot of skeptics and maybe a half the U.S. population, but nevertheless, the world is spending almost a trillion dollars a year now on uh, wind and solar and other renewables trying to stop the planet from warm, warming up. And the idea that uh, we can change light bulbs and save polar bears, or we can all drive electric cars and stop the oceans from rising, or that we can all build wind turbines and make the storms less severe. That's the closest definition of modern superstition that you could imagine. Mm, absolutely. Steve Gorham is joining us. And, uh, Steve, I, I came across a story the other day that it, it would seem to me really as a kick in the shins for the uh, for the climatists who, who have adopted this as their religion. Sweden just said, hey, you know what? This is unreliable, all the uh, the green stuff you want. Uh, the I'm trying to think here. The fi- finance minister, and I can't pronounce her last name, but Elizabeth Fantessen, I believe, said yeah. to Sweden, hey, we need a stable energy system, and they're looking at, correct me if I'm wrong here, nuclear energy again. Yeah, I think you're right, and there are a number of nations now that are looking at nuclear in Europe. Um, and again, the... the, the I'm a, I'm a big fan of nuclear, very low emissions. Of course, natural gas does the same thing if you don't count carbon dioxide. Right. Uh, the thing about nuclear is it's, it is very expensive right now. The, mm-hmm. the plants they just put in Georgia and the ones they're putting in England, the later, latest reactors, are very, very expensive on the order of $30 billion. I am hoping that we get some technological breakthroughs with, uh, with the uh, molten salt reactors and the small modular reactors, which are going to bring the price down, and we can get back to uh, using nuclear. Right. But right. Uh, yeah, that that is one of the good the good outcomes of the uh, the energy crisis in Europe. People are starting to look at at some sensible things again. Steve Gorham is joining us. His book is called Green Breakdown, the coming renewable energy failure. And, Steve, there are going to be people listening going, all right, well, it sounds good. And he sounds like an interesting guy, but uh, well, why should I listen to what he has to say? Why should we be listening to you, Steve? <laughs> it is, uh, if, you, if you just listen to the first glance of the news media, then what I'm saying doesn't make a lot of sense. But if you actually go a little deeper and, and read the information, there is plenty of information. Mm-hmm. For example, we have a hurricane in the south right now, 
but uh, there's data right from uh, NOAA, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. If you look at the hurricane landfalls that have occurred since 1850, that's actually a downward trend. We usually get about two hurricanes that come ashore every year, mm-hmm. and that has been trending down now for about 170 years. So uh, the misnomer that the press, uh, uh, and right now they're talking about how this hurricane down there has got to be caused by your neighbor's SUV. Right. Uh, it is not clear. As a matter of fact, the evidence points to the fact that we're not seeing more stronger and more frequent storms. All that data is out there. Uh, it's just that the the uh, the world has accepted the crazy idea and, and the press as well. And by the way, you know, it sells it sells articles and papers if you can say all these storms got to be caused by somebody. And <laughs> mm-hmm. but the but the data doesn't support the fear. Right. Right. Are, are, so we're not safer today. That we uh, eliminated light the certain light bulbs a week or so ago. <laughs> no, that's not the case. Matter of fact, if you look at uh, probably the best correlator for uh, global G, uh, G, GDP growth mm-hmm. is carbon dioxide emissions. They're very closely correlated curves, yeah. and we have we get tremendous benefit from oil, natural gas, and and uh, coal. Even when we take care of the uh, the pollutant emissions with coal. Matter of fact, the, the one source that has probably done the most to lower global pollution, air pollution, over the last 50 years is natural gas. Uh, my grandfather in Chicago used to have a coal furnace, and he would uh, and burn coal like everybody else. And then after, about, after it snowed in the winter, about five days later, you'd see a black film on all the snow. Well, we've cleaned all that up with natural gas. And if you put natural gas in your home, you reduce particle emissions by about a factor of 1,000. Mm-hmm. versus either a wood-burning uh, home or a coal-burning home. So, uh, But, you know, everybody's after natural gas because there's some CO2 emissions from it. Steve, uh, final question here. You're, you're, you talked at the beginning about the handful of nations who are saying, yep, we're on board, net zero, this is what we're going to do. Uh, where is China in all of this? China has sort of paid lip service to this, but uh, China is the biggest uh, consumer of coal in the world. They use about 55% of the world's coal, uh, and they are continuing to grow using uh, hydrocarbons. They're building a lot of wind turbines, too, but that's a very small part of their overall picture. Mm-hmm. Same thing with India. India uses 70 or 80% of the electricity comes from coal. So, And as, as it should be, they have many people that don't have electricity in those nations still, right. and so they are producing electricity based on the lowest-cost approaches, and um, that that means that what we do in, what you do in Virginia to reduce emissions probably aren't going to have a, a measurable effect overall around the world. Just incredible. Hey, Steve, best place for uh, for folks to get a copy of your book? Sure, Green Breakdown. It's at uh, Amazon. It's also there are ebooks available for it, or they can get a signed copy from my website, Steve Gorham, G O R E H A M dot com. Oh, excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I am a big proponent of people getting signed copies of the book because I, I have so many friends that are authors, and I think it was Brad Thor that uh, smartened me up, or it might have been Glenn Beck, but said, hey, you always want people to uh, to get the signed copy because once it's signed, you can't return that. So you are going to be ahead <laughs> on that one, Steve. SteveGorham.com, that's where we're going to send people to get this book, The Heck with Amazon. SteveGorham.com, get that signed copy. Steve, I appreciate you being here, my friend. Look forward to chatting again soon. 
Great, Jeff. Yeah, a lot more to cover, so uh, let me know whenever you need uh, a controversial topic. Yeah, <laughs> will do. Steve Gorham, and uh, his book is called Green Breakdown. By the way, he didn't want to brag on himself, but he is the executive director of the Climate Science Coalition of America. Uh, this is somebody who's part of the Heartland Institute. Great organization, by the way. They do great work, really great uh, uh, research that goes into that. Bottom line is this, my friends, uh, what you are going to find in this book is is really going to shock you. And it's going to shock you because you're not hearing about any of this in the uh, the mainstream media. But it is important stuff. You make no mistake about that. 345, Jeff Katz, News Radio W. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.